I'm not speaking as someone who makes a lot of money off of you. I'm speaking as your friend. If you're hearing our voices, that means it's time for It's This Meets That, the podcast where we watch the worst movies from trailer 10 credits, scene by scene, so you don't have to, but maybe you should. I'm Russ. I'm Jared. I don't, do you make any money off me? Nope. That's I, so I said I'm not speaking as someone who makes a lot of money off of you. <laughs> that first part. I was already not listening. God damn it. Yeah, I know. I gotta be better. I gotta be better. Well, I'm just speaking as your friend. <laughs> Damn you. Uh, okay, so we're back with our full breakdown of um, the 2010 rom-com Valentine's Day. Yeah, generously uh, using those terms, romantic and comedy. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's, why don't you give a quick update on our reminder of what this is, and then we'll go through... The usual? Yeah. <laughs> Like an episode. We'll just yeah. do an episode. Yeah, yeah. we'll do the rest. Let's just do an episode today, bud. <laughs> this movie somehow is about Valentine's Day, but it's so depressing. <laughs> yes, it sure <laughs> was. I'm very sad. <laughs> so the premise here, in case you forgot, intertwining couples and singles in Los Angeles break up and make up based on the pressures and expectations of Valentine's Day. Which yeah, that's it's yeah. There's nothing. <laughs> that sentence doesn't mean anything <laughs> yeah like you can't latch on to anything there all right people in la live and uh live <laughs> holiday <laughs> not enough death in this movie i'll tell you that <laughs> no no definitely not uh so we did not hit our expectations or prognostications oh! don't think <laughs> well i thought this movie was going to turn into dude where's my car and it did not so <laughs> uh devastating loss for me i don't even remember what i said do you? I think you just you just enhanced my dude. Where's my car? I think that's it. And then yeah. what do we we started mixing something else in at the end? <laughs> I don't remember anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, um, yeah, exceeded our expectations of how bad it was. Yes, that <laughs> I, was like, I was like, where are you going with this? Exceeded <laughs> expectations, and in what way? Uh, but yes, in the bad way. Yes. Yeah, it um <laughs> it truly earns its uh, Rotten Tomato score. Yeah, I mean, I was I we I've been saying it a lot lately because we I think we've been making good picks, I guess. But like, I think this is one of the worst ones we've done. I didn't enjoy this at all. Give me clowner, guys. Going on a little soapbox here. Great rom coms do not need to be two hours long. This movie's two hours and five minutes. I know, I know. <laughs> this is for every every filmmaker out there. Do not make a movie that is. You don't need two hours to make a movie. Any and, movie, really. Any movie, <laughs> I, but hey, sure, you got some epics. Sure, if you want to be. Uh, uh, but, I don't know, Lord of the Rings, some, don't be that so, long. Don't, don't be, you don't need to be that long. Harry Potter, don't be that long. No rom-com needs to be longer than an hour and a half. I'll give you an hour and 45 minutes, but that's pushing it. And that's including credits, so an hour and 40 minutes. That is your cap for a rom-com. Stop it. That's your zone. I guess that's fair. All right, I just had to say that. I appreciate it. I hope someone's listening. Someone, <laughs> that can make a, someone who can make a change. Because <laughs> they're not. They're, and they're, they're loving this. Uh, <laughs> Say love you. Well, I walked away from this movie enough times where I think I actually only watched an hour and 40 minutes of it. So it kind of worked out, but oh my God, I, still, I sat through the whole thing dedicated. It felt like, it felt like the Snyder cut of rom-coms. Like I don't need this. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. There was a lot of plot. You could have just cut. You could like, have cut two or three storylines. Yeah. 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 Cut the story. Cut half of it. We don't need it. <laughs> don't need it. Yeah. But it made a shit ton of money. So you want to, should we get into quick info where we could talk about how depressingly much money yeah. is made? 
Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. All right, so this is directed by a uh, dead friend of the pod, Gary Marshall. Yep. <laughs> uh, he did New Year's <laughs> Eve, which we just done recently. Possible enemy of the pod, Gary Marshall. <laughs> yes. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> Could only ride on Pretty Woman for so long. Yeah, he's dead now. So yeah. who cares? Yeah. <laughs> uh, screenwriters, I guess, enemy of the pod too. Catherine Fugate, <laughs> she did New Year's <laughs> Eve. Um, mm-hmm. And some other handfuls. Actually, she's she's done a lot of stuff. She's done a lot of uh, TV stuff. Xena, Warrior Princess. She's been around for a long time. So I know that's why I hesitate slightly on Enemy of the Pod, but yeah. she's anti redeemed herself enough. Ah, this this <laughs> movie's just so bad. You think after writing that much, you would? But hey, again, it, it made money, so I guess that's all that matters. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Abby Cohn and Mark Silverstein were part of. They they're they're listed credited for the story. Fugate's okay. credit for the screenplay. I think Cone and Silverstein are um, like writing partners. They they did mm-hmm. uh, Never Been Kissed or something, some TV shorts, stuff like that. So Lame. a lot of romance stuff, which, hey, people like it. So mm-hmm. uh, who's in this movie? Jesus Christ. So um, many people. We're not going to go by character names because it's it'll be too hard. So we're just going to go by actor names. But That's here's right. here's the quick run. Are right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Jennifer Garner, Anne Hathaway, Ashton Kutcher, George Lopez, Jessica Alba, Wait. Bradley Cooper, Jessica Biel. No, no. <laughs> Julia Roberts, Emma Roberts, Patrick Dempsey, Hector Elizondo, Shirley MacLaine, Jamie Foxx, Topher Grace, Eric Dane, Queen Latifah, the Taylors, Taylor Swift, and Lautner. Oh, okay. And Larry Miller. Our Who's buddy. Larry Miller? Our guy. He's, they played the oversized... Uh, oversized uh, ticket clerk guy at the airport. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oversized uh, well, luggage guy. <laughs> I do love that guy. <laughs> Who is like, again, the redeeming, one of the one of two two redeeming things in this movie. Yeah, I thought you were going to give me Franklin's uh, actor's name there. I hope he's doing good. <laughs> I hope he's doing good, too. Uh, did I, I forget in Trailer Trash, as I often do, that Jessica Alba is a friend of the pod? Jessica Alba is not a friend of the pod. Jessica Alba is a friend of the pod. You forgot. I forgot. What did she do? Barely lethal. Oh. <laughs> One of our favorites. Wow. Go listen to the Barely Lethal episodes if you haven't. <laughs> Great call. Wow. I completely forgot that one. Barely I Lethal. Know. Barely I was Lethal going through. 2? <laughs> or was it the first? I don't know. Search for it. Oh, no. It's barely... <laughs> oh, wait. No. We, we did that. <laughs> we we did that. <laughs> We've created the buzz that Barely Lethal 2 is coming. Single-handedly. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, but probably won't be starring Jessica Alba. Didn't she die in that? She's like the villain. I don't remember. She is a villain. Did she die? I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? I cares. But yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, well, there's more friends of the pod in this than I thought. In, oh, yeah. Uh, and we've got Emma Roberts. we got Jessica Alba. we got Ashton Kutcher now because we did New Year's yep. Eve with him, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Anne Hathaway's not. Jennifer Jennifer Garner is. Yep. Jessica Biel is. Uh, she, I mean, she's best friend best of the pod. Friend. I mean, yep. she's BFF of the pod now. Mm-hmm. Call us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no Pat Dempsey. Hector Elizondo, friend of the pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Grace, no. Eric Dane, no. Queen Latifah, no. Queen Latifah, Taylor, no. Taylor Laudner, definitely, friend of the pod. That's right. That's right. Uh, Taylor Swift, I think, because we we probably talked with Taylor Swift at some point. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that's everyone that's in this movie. Oh, my yeah. God. Love it. Love it. Need it. Uh, then we go to production budget and box office revenue. Are you you're ready? You ready? Do I have my pants on? Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you have <laughs> clean underwear on? <laughs> uh, this movie internationally, worldwide, made two hundred seventeen million five hundred sixty nine thousand three hundred twenty eight dollars. That's too. That's too much. That's like fifty eight thousand fanatics. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a pretty even split between domestic and international too. So. 
Unbelievable. Uh, and then it made another basically 24 million on the video home sales, Blu-ray and all that. Wow. I think Thais con- contributed to that box office number. I think she saw it back in, in the oh, 2010 in the theaters. Oh, my yeah. God. Production budget, you ready for this? Yeah. 52 million. Ooh, I, th- I think that's kind of expensive for this. One. Like, New Year's Eve was like 20, wasn't it? <laughs> New I Year's Eve was low. Yeah, I think it was. Maybe they, I yeah, had, maybe they're like, hey, can you do the same movie but for less so we can make more? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> it's probably, probably Brad Cooper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Budget suck. Yeah, so <laughs> George hey. Lopez, real budget suck. <laughs> Demanding. <laughs> At the time, George Lopez, the peak of his powers in 2010. <laughs> not wrong, not wrong. I hate George Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> so 52 million and you figure you know another 30 40 30 million on marketing maybe so whatever even if they spent 100 million this movie made money this movie made a lot of money yeah well that's why they did it again <laughs> <laughs> yep mm-hmm. please stop <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah, just you don't have to <laughs> i understand it's a business but just please stop this is like this is a business that does bad things <laughs> yes yes Oh, God. All right. So Rotten Tomato score, it's 18% on the tomato meter, 47% on the audience score. So makes sense. So people didn't like it, but still paid to go see it. Did you that watch right. Did you watch the trailer? <laughs> uh, no. All right. So that's that. You want to Holly pitch me, motherfucker? Yeah. 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 I guess so. <laughs> this might be a little rough, but we're going to, we're going to rough through it together. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so I think it's obviously. X-Men Days of Future Past. That one's undeniable. Yeah, there's no <laughs> doubt. There's no doubt. Uh, meets Dennis the Menace, which is my wishful thinking. <laughs> now, hear me out, as you always do. <laughs> X-Men Days of Future Past has too many actors in it. <laughs> Just like <laughs> that's this. A great, that's a great call, actually. It does. And they look enough alike that I can't tell them apart sometimes. Just like this movie. <laughs> Uh, maybe an issue with my uh, face blindness, but I think an issue that everyone has, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's too many. At a certain point, you're over-celebritied, and then you're just like, yep. all right, I just have too many. That's right, that's right. Uh, also, <laughs> also, uh, I'm going to blame a Tricky Dick Nixon for this movie. Wow, uh, okay. One of the core villains of X-Men Days of Future Past. <laughs> <laughs> in case you forgot <laughs> uh i think he's probably also responsible for the the climate um <laughs> the, of the country in 2010 <laughs> uh where a movie like this is allowed to thrive <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> carry on Continue. no I, I don't think i have anything else expectations of future past. So it's just too many <laughs> Too many actors and Tricky Dick Nixon. Okay. Yeah. Um, and oh, and both uh, end with me kind of unsatisfied because this movie stunk. Uh, and X Men: Days of Future Past ends with that like uh, kind of teaser for Apocalypse. See you the sequel, right? Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, <laughs> just give me this, just give me the apocalypse, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah. <laughs> Okay. Good enough. Yeah. Meets Dennis the Menace uh, because I wish Franklin 
was was the star of this movie instead like dennis the menace yeah uh, and i would just imagine him getting into like all kinds of hijinks you know yeah uh, yeah like, if he did franklin yeah franklin right. the menace and then he gets like, involved in all the storylines yeah yep pissing off mr wilson left and right like you know ding dong ditching people dude. burning down the flower shop that ashton kutcher owns yes 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 exactly getting into he, level one arsony yeah he did so many things with fire in the dennis the menace movie right <laughs> <laughs> yep uh beat up switch switchblade sam i'm assuming there's a kid named switchblade sam in this movie probably we just didn't know right uncredited six switchblade sam uh, <laughs> which like also pretty bleak for a, a kid's movie in 1993 if you ask yep, me <laughs> but hey 93 you know yeah it was a different time <laughs> different time as they say mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh and yeah, yeah so that's what i wanted <laughs> i wanted just hijinks from franklin because he's the best character in this whole thing <laughs> okay yeah and uh, like that's kind that's of it, it. No, maybe that's... the worst pitch i've ever done i don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah you know it wasn't bad it could have been better <laughs> But you had the good threads there. You see what I did there? That was a that was a compliment sandwich I'm giving you there. So. That was yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, listeners, let let us know. Give me feedback for a change. <laughs> oh man, good or bad? I, I can't say anything because I, I don't I don't have much better here. So yeah, what do you what do you have? Pitch pitch me. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going. It's it's Pulp Fiction meets Lover Boy. <laughs> okay. So go on. Pulp Fiction going for the all star cast. Right. Too Got many actors. Too many actors. <laughs> Multiple thread lines that all interconnect. Right. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. L.A. California. Right. Oh yeah, it's character. Yeah. 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 It's a character. It's always a character. Uncomfortable moments. Yep. <laughs> Awkward moments. <laughs> yep. Yep. Few bad jokes. <laughs> yep. Few bad jokes. Uh, and I think that's it. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. <laughs> now, Lover Boy. I'm not sure if you ever heard of this one. Uh, definitely heard of but have not seen the 1989 flick good year good year starring patrick dempsey no i don't know who that guy is he's in this movie (laughs) yeah uh, he told me that valentine's day (laughs) you keep Uh, telling me that (laughs) in lover boy he plays uh a kid trying to pay tuition college kid trying to pay tuition blah blah blah, gets a job as a delivery guy and then starts having affairs with all of the wives he delivers pizzas to and then oh. they find out that they find this out and they start ordering pizzas and he shows up and has affairs with all the, all the, the, oh. the quote unquote cougars as they call them in the log line. Interesting. And then uh, in the sequel, they, he like, you know, gets like made up like a, like a fancy sex worker and like they do a pretty woman thing. Right. Yes. And then in the third one, <laughs> it's the carry on of his storyline in this movie where he grows up, he goes back, he finishes college. He's a med student, becomes a doctor. Yeah. Gets married, yeah. has a kid, but can't yeah. can't escape that that you know um, gigolo lifestyle. So then he's yeah. cheating on his wife with Jennifer Garner. So see. classic Deuce Bigelow, and at this point, uh, the pretty woman is a soldier in the army. I, there you go. So, makes perfect sense. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch all of those before yeah. I watch this again. <laughs> <laughs> Lover boy, huh? Good pitch. Good there pitch. you go. I think I pulled it back together there. So. I mean, it ties perfectly together. Yeah, I think so too. Great work, us. All right, these fast facts. There's a lot of them, but we're gonna I'm gonna crank on them. Oh, I'll slow you down. Don't okay. worry. All right. <laughs> uh, someone did some math here. Julia, <laughs> Julia Roberts, not us. So, okay. If it's wrong, don't blame us. Yeah, not Julia, Robert, <laughs> Julia Roberts was paid eleven thousand nine hundred and fifty-two dollars for each word she says in this film. Oh my. 
251 words in return for reportedly a $3 million paycheck. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that math adds up to exactly $3 million, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, her contract also said she'd receive 3% of the film's gross. She got points? Yeah, the oh, film was man. a huge... I mean, it's Julia Roberts. The film yeah, was a huge, true. huge success, and she wound up with a nearly $10 million payday. Incredible. What? what? What a shrewd business person. I love it. 251 words, you make $10 million. Uh, if I had a nickel. If, <laughs> for every word we said? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd have at least $11,000. <laughs> oh, my God. Man. All right, little actor connection stuff. I, I cut a lot of these out, but all right, so yeah, we had Julie Roberts, man. Hector Elizondo, Kathleen Marshall, and Larry Miller appeared in Pretty Woman uh, and Runaway Bride, both mm-hmm. directed by Gary Marshall. Uh, the hotel where Topher Grace's and Anne Hathaway's characters have dinner is the Beverly Wilshire Hotel, which is the same uh-huh. hotel featured in Pretty Woman, which I think that's a fun one. Oh, uh, this is where I'll bone you then. Yeah. Uh, our boy Hector Elizondo uh, in every one of gary marshall's movies did you know that yeah we knew uh, we knew that from new year's eve you weren't paying attention were you no i wasn't paying attention okay all right well that's good well, okay and <laughs> the listeners probably weren't either so i'm telling them again that's a little <laughs> reminder you know goes on? that's a fast fact. every gary marshall movie. <laughs> that's a for- forgotten fast fact that, yeah for forever forgotten <laughs> uh i did not i know that actually that's incredible right yeah like, what a yeah. career what a career <laughs> Hector Alzano, what a guy. Stand-up guy. Fuck you. If you want to be on the podcast, send us an email. Uh, this features one of the largest ensemble casts in Hollywood history. Wow. Wow. So. <laughs> okay. When we see Julia Roberts uh, and Bradley Cooper for the first time, they're on an airplane. Uh, the captain says, three days of rain. Uh, the two starred together in a Broadway play called Three Days of Rain in 2006. All right. I kind of like that, I guess. Yeah, I'm okay with that one. I'm okay. There's another yeah. one like that. So okay. this is the second biggest opening for a rom-com just behind Sex and the City in 2008 with $57 wow. million. Dollars. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. The I know Sex and the City had the biggest oh, God, opening that, for a rom-com. I think that movie was huge. I mean, sure. I bet. People, people just... love their sex in the, in, in the city. And the city. And the city. <laughs> it's a character. In it, in it yeah. and, and in it and on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. All over it, really. Mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx recorded a song for the film called Quit Your Job. Although it was featured in the film, the song never made it into the soundtrack album because of its profane lyrics. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. We might have to dig that up and share it with the world. Yeah. I was hoping he was going to give us a little ray, uh, but no, I, we didn't get enough. Nope. Play the keyboard for like two seconds. Yeah. Kind of a letdown. Yeah. Uh, so there's a scene where they're... We'll explain when we get there. But there's a scene where we're in a cemetery watching a movie, right? Yeah. It's Edgar, who's played by Hector Elizondo, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, and before, yeah. now, I'm sure, I don't know if you knew this, but they're doing like a movie in the cemetery, which is a weird thing. But on the movie screen is the movie Hot Spell from 1958. And mm-hmm. pictured on it are the two main characters. He mentions that the woman on the screen is his trifecta. That's his, we'll explain when we get there. Uh, when asked if he meant literally the actress on the screen that was his his girl, right. his woman, he says, yes, literally. And the actress on the screen was Shirley MacLaine. I did get that. Uh, okay. But also, does that mean that, <laughs> like, 
Was is she credited as Shirley MacLaine like as herself in the movie? I hope so. Or did they make up a fake name for her? Because that's annoying. They made up a fake name for her. So she's no, she's Estelle. Ugh. Remember, she's Estelle in this. In this, right? Movie. Yeah, yeah. Just credit her Shirley MacLaine. Then that's way funnier, way better bit. Speaking of names, mm-hmm. the name on Julie Roberts' uniform says Hazel Hazeltine. That like Obeltine? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Hazeltine. It'd be Hazeltine. Ugh. Which is. No one has that last name. That's it's a bad name. It's yeah. a terrible last name. No one has that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a combination of her daughter's name, Hazel, Julie Roberts' actual daughter, Hazel, sure, and, sure. and Valentine. What? That's the stupidest name I've ever heard. <laughs> yep. Does she have a daughter named Valentine? Like, <laughs> Nope. Just the title of the movie. That's asinine. Yep. <laughs> okay. I hate it. <laughs> uh, let's see. At the Los Angeles International. Uh, this one, I like these. I like these little... These little Easter eggs at the Los Angeles hmm. International Airport's baggage claim. Holden and Kate are standing near a couple of chauffeurs. I don't know who those characters are. Yeah, what? I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> know who like, the actors who's are. Holden and Kate. <laughs> Anne Hathaway. Oh, Bradley, Bradley Cooper's. Cooper. Yeah, Bradley Cooper's there. So Bradley Cooper's character, I guess, is Holden. <laughs> okay. Julie Roberts. Oh, it's them. That makes sense. I guess they were on a plane. <laughs> yeah, at the LA International Airport's baggage claim, Bradley Cooper and. Uh, Julie Roberts character standing near a couple of chauffeurs who are holding signs that read Ungar and Madison. Okay. The main characters of the odd couple from 1970, Gary Marshall was a writer, producer, and director of the show. Okay. I mean, I'm okay with that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like a little Easter egg. It's an, yeah, yeah, it's, an Easter it's egg, a little but... Easter egg, but like, I don't know, make it, make it a, a funnier bit. I think it's just a little, Oh yeah, I'm a big Gary Marshall fan. I recognize that. No, 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 sure. No, I'm saying like oh. to I'm saying not to you. Like, oh, good for you. I'm glad. No, but for yeah. like for for Gary Marshall, I'm saying make it a funnier bit. If you're gonna do that in a movie, like mm. tribute tribute things to yourself. Mm. Like do like do a little bit with it. Don't oh, just go all in. Oh, yeah. look, the names on the signs. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like okay. make me notice it. Be like, oh <laughs> wow me. <laughs> He's dead anyway. Gary. Yeah, it's, it's- uh okay and the moment uh Topher Grace steps out the outside the Beverly Wilshire hotel yeah. he sees Anne Hathaway sitting on the back of the bench uh oh. the same way that Julie Roberts did in Pretty Woman in front of the same hotel wow all right I kind of like that one he's stealing his own shots yeah uh since Captain Kate Hazeltine Novelteen Ovaltine here mm-hmm. Julie Roberts wears the patch of the uh, 101st Airborne of the U.S. Army on both shoulders. The left shoulder. Valor. Yep, the shoulder signifies that she is presently serving with that unit, and the right shoulder signifies she served with that unit in combat. I didn't know that. Yeah. Ho- hopefully that's true. <laughs> it's, on, it's on IMDb. This is crowdsourced, so who knows? Yeah. All our uh, military listeners, let us know. Mm-hmm. Is that true? <laughs> now we're going to go through all the potential recastings of this movie. So here's okay. castings that could have happened. And there's a lot more potential friends of the pod too. Great. Uh, Rachel McAdams and Elizabeth Banks from mm-hmm. the pod auditioned for the role of Marley Clarkson, who is played That's, by Jessica, Jessica yeah, Alba. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do remember that name because Morley is a ridiculous name. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like who, what? Like, did they just make that up for the movie? Like, no one's uh, named Morley, right? Uh, shitty random random name generator. Go. <laughs> yeah, listener, if you know anyone named Morley, send us an email about that, please. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Wasn't the name of a dog like Morley and Me or something? Oh, that's no, Marley. That's Marley. And me. Yeah, way different. <laughs> but that's a name. <laughs> Morley. Morley. Like, come on. Don't be so Morley. <laughs> yeah, be a little Leslie, please. 
<laughs> Leslie's a name. See, that's perfect. Be Leslie. That's a name. <laughs> Leslie Clarkson. Done. Leslie, nope. Uh, Gemma Archerton. Archerton? Gemma? Is it Gemma or is it Gemma? I don't know. I would say Gemma. She's British, right? Gemma. Gemma. I mean, Ooh. that name is pronounced Gemma for sure. <laughs> Gemma? For yes. sure? Yes, definitely. Okay. Gemma Gemma's like morally. That's not... <laughs> Right, right, pronunciation police. Back off, all right? I'm the one who's going to say all these names and you get to pick on me. Yeah, how you start exactly. saying, how about you start pronouncing all these stupid nope. freaking names I got to do all the time? It's way harder to actually do the work here than it is to criticize you. And yeah, so it's, that's, I'm going to continue doing what I do. It's the theme of the show. It's easier right. to criticize than it is to. That's right. Than to actually make art. To actually do art. <laughs> that's right. This is our art. <laughs> <laughs> Gemma Archerton? I can never pronounce her last name too. I don't even know what it is. Archerton? Archerton. Whatever. Yeah, Anyways. Oh, who, who even is that? Who is she from? <laughs> she, she's, an, she's an actor. Oh my God. You, you wouldn't know her if you saw her. I'm trying to think of something big that she was in. I'm blanking now on it because you got me all. Uh, oh, she the, the, she was in uh, the Hansel and Hansel, 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 Hansel and Gretel remake. But they made it all into an action movie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Clash of the Titans that we haven't done yet. <laughs> yes, that we keep talking about doing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The King's Man. Okay, uh, I'm familiar with her. Yeah, she's, she's been in. Yeah, she's been in stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. She oh, she was in it for like two minutes in Quantum of Solace. That's right. Anyways, okay. <laughs> she was auditioned for the role of Grace Smart, who I don't know who that is. <laughs> Emma Roberts' character? No. Oh no, that that can't be well, right. She's supposed to be like a high school girl. She might have been a youth at the time. This movie came out 13 years ago. That's true. Okay, let's move on. I'm done with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Julia Stiles auditioned for the role of Kara. Who's Kara? Uh, Kara was Jessica Biel. What? Julia Stiles? Uh, yeah, that wouldn't have worked. <laughs> <laughs> but she's still doing all the. Uh, she's coming hot off the uh, the Bourne movies, there, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. You know, I walked by her on Boylston Street one time. No shit. Yep. You know, I walked by uh, Mark Wahlberg once on Mass Ave. Really? Yeah. Huh. Look at that. Big city. Yeah. Thank you, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I'll say it to your face next time I see you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you will. <laughs> oh, hey, would you say? <laughs> Uh, all right, so moving on. Uh, Catherine Heigl, friend of the pod now, considered for a role in the movie, but was dropped because of salary demands. No, that's where they draw the line. <laughs> Not Julia Roberts, like ten, half ten budget. Million. Yeah, ten million. <laughs> oh my god, twenty wow. percent of the budget. Uh, Sandra Bullock, Jennifer Aniston, and Jodie Foster turned down <laughs> Julia Roberts' role in this movie. Um, I, that would have been. A more interesting movie, maybe. I'm Although st- I'm glad Sandra Bullock's listed here because mm-hmm. they look similar to me. You gotta fix this. You gotta. Get, I don't know. You got. I mean, there's some corrective eye surgery you can do for that. I don't know. You gotta fix that. <laughs> I, I don't know what. I don't know what what we can do. But I don't either. I'm so I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pronounce things. You can't see things. It's a speak no yeah. speak no evil, hear no evil kind no, of podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I think Sam Worthington and Jake Gyllenhaal look a little like to me too. Not to seg you into your next fast pack yeah you're leading me here that's nice though. that's good yeah. uh See, i'm trying to move things along <laughs> yeah, sure you are so sam worthington jake gyllenhaal and orlando bloom <laughs> one of those is a friend of the podcast all turned on the role of holden Bradley oh. cooper's character worthington also turned on the role of sean jackson who was the asshole yeah no the qb quarterback 
Yeah, the asshole. I guess, yeah, kind of was he was a, a bad man. Yeah. Uh, when Anne Hathaway's cell phone rang in Topher, Gra- Topher Grace's apartment, he asked if it's techno because he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. And she replied that she thought it's retro. 70s, I think. Topher Grace starred in that 70s show. Hate you. <laughs> Had to give you one. Yep, thank you. <laughs> All right, so this is a fun one because we called this out in the trailer trash in the scene with Jessica Beale and Jamie Foxx on the couch in her office. Behind mm-hmm. Beale's head was a jumbo elephant with tufts on it. Remember we talked about this? I, yep. I was like, is that a tufts bear behind her? Yeah, you did. Jessica Beale attended tufts in the early 2000s. Oh, I had no idea. No idea. We That's another famous face around here. Yeah, what was her major? Acting. I don't, I don't think they have an acting <laughs> major at tufts, do they? <laughs> <laughs> Every school did drama, whatever. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, I, didn't go that I don't think far. they're known for that. <laughs> no, they're not. Like dentistry, right? What? <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> All right, last one. I don't even want to do this one, but I'm going to do it anyways. Taylor Swift's yeah. first scene in an elevator talking to Jennifer Garner. You can clearly see the number thirteen written on her hand. Mm-hmm. It's her favorite mm-hmm. number as well. This is, I, this, who writes these things? It is her. I'm going to read how it's written. It is her favorite number, comma, as well as she wrote it in her right hand for every show on her Fearless and Speak Now tours. What the? F- what is wrong with people? Just when you write something, reread it, speak it out loud, and if it's if you sound stupid, then fix it. Uh, what, what, are, what are Taylor Swift fans called? Swifties, Swifties. Come on, man. Yeah, they're not uh, not so sharp. <laughs> Oh my God! So it seems. You better watch out. They'll go after Ticketmaster and come after us. Great. <laughs> Listen to the pod. <laughs> Getting back to trying to be controversial again. Yes. <laughs> Send us that hate mail. Yeah, I don't like Taylor Swift. So Ooh, power words. I'm not getting on that bandwagon. No way. You like Taylor Swift? She got some catchy songs. I mean, I, don't know. I was wondering if uh, if that was a tattoo on her hand. I was like, oh, does she have a hand tattoo in real life? But I don't think so. Um, but also I noticed that the news channel that Jamie Foxx works at is channel 13. Oh, good noticing. So I don't know. I bet Taylor Swift was like, it has to be 13. It has to be 13. People are like, what the, why are you so mad about this? She didn't, she didn't quite rule the world then. I mean, she was getting there, right? 2010. I mean, um, now she like, I mean, she's, I think 2010 was like, it's like, like George Lopez, like peak of her powers. probably. <laughs> I don't know. She's got even more powers now. I don't even know. It's like I guess you're right. <laughs> she, Swift dust? What do you? What do you, you, you say the fans are called? Swift, Swift nuggets. Those are chicken nuggets you steal from McDonald's. <laughs> Swifties. Come on, man. Oh, okay. Swifties. All these Swiftos out there are gonna come. <laughs> Swiffer <Come>. me. <laughs> they could be Swifter you. Yeah, exactly. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Once they find out this this episode's been downloaded six million times by Swifties in their anger for us, they'll be Great. like, Yeah, we're we're gonna we'll definitely sponsor you. Yeah, let's get some sponsors, baby. <laughs> Cause all PR is good PR. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, that's it. All right, so we is it time? We're gonna we're gonna get through breaking this thing down. Yes. Okay. Uh, and a little warning ahead of time to all of our fantastic listeners out there. Yeah. This movie is a nightmare. It was a nightmare to watch. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a nightmare to think about again. Yep. It's also a nightmare in the way things are just glued together. Yes, that's AKA, very true. AKA editing and just, it's pointless. Everything is stupid. <laughs> what Russ is trying to say is 
this is not going to be the most detailed scene by scene <laughs> <Yes>. episode. <laughs> uh, we're going to gloss over a lot of details because this movie sucks so much. There are literal <laughs> cuts to scenes that don't need to exist. And yep. you're like, this is just to show two actors faces. We yep. don't need to be here. We're we might on. skip them. Yeah, we might skip them. So. All right. So the movie ends with it. <laughs> <laughs> and bloopers. And bloopers. <laughs> Even the bloopers weren't funny. God, uh, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Spoilers. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So it opens up. We get a new line cinema. We know them. Uh, establishing shop. We're in California. Boardwalk, Sunrise. We got a radio host. Uh, midnight. Midnight. What's it? Whatever his name is. Midnight Montoya or something. I don't know. It was annoying. I didn't remember. It doesn't that. matter. Yeah. Title card. Valentine's Day. More shots of LA showing that LA is LA. Yep. Just regular people doing regular stuff. Yep. People hugging. Aerial shot. A lot of credits. Credits rolled for like 10 minutes, probably. <laughs> Yeah, so really this movie's like actual content in the movie is probably like an hour and 55 minutes in, but still, that's way too long. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we cut to... Kayaking? Wait, do we, do we, can we not gloss over the kayaking for a second? I'm like, why are you... <laughs> no, I missed that. <laughs> There's like somebody kaya- kayaking in like a, uh, like a waterway or something like in LA. And I was like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, I don't know actually where that is. That's gonna, maybe that's Malibu? I don't know. Like That Washington. neighborhood seemed dope <laughs> it seemed very fancy yeah. and i'm also i love doing this too like looking at people's apartments and movies and then trying to oh, tie what yeah. their job is i mean like yeah. do you that, no, do you right. actually make enough money to, to live there yeah office um, mailman come on <laughs> right living in a what looked like a prison anyways so yeah. kutch is he lives in this little neighborhood where like there's waterways going through which I thought, yeah like 2010 they were they driving Venice, then? Venice Beach? <laughs> <laughs> Are they drowning then or is it just now? Uh, they've always been drowning. They've always been drowning. <laughs> yeah, since like 86. <laughs> since Reagan. Yeah, Nixon's <laughs> fault. Yeah, definitely Nixon's fault. <laughs> so anyways, he's in bed next to uh, a lady there who is Jessica Alba. Mm-hmm. I forgot already immediately. And I was like, it took me 10 minutes. I was like, who is that? <laughs> and this we can go pretty quick. Cause this was straight from the trailer. It's just yeah. uh, him giving advice from his dad. He, yep. he proposes to her. Didn't expect this to be the first scene from the trip. Like me neither. I was like, Oh, interesting. Yeah. So yeah. Well, it sets up sappy Kutch for the rest of the movie. So um, right. anyways, she begrudgingly says yes. Yes. Like, <laughs> I mean, come on, if you're any human being, be like, doesn't feel like you're on board. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's get married. <laughs> uh, so we quickly learn that he's a flower guy. He owns a flower shop or maybe he's a manager. I don't know if he owns it, but he's a flower guy. His best buddy is George Lopez. Yeah. And I think he owns the Sienna, whatever the, the shop they keep plugging is. Yeah. SiennaBouquet.com, by the way, which redirects to a Warner Brothers page no longer exists. What a waste. Yep. <laughs> So at the time they did use it, I guess they had it for something. What a but, waste! Yep. <laughs> Not like it's this meets that's this meets that dot com. That's our website. Is that it? That's right. A great website. Indeed. Yeah, you can go there. It's always up. All right, mm-hmm. and then they pull out and they almost get into a car accident with cameo I, from Joe Montana. Hundred percent of time. Yeah, uh, and then they almost get into a car accident with a nice cameo from Joe Montana. Uh, I don't know who that is. Okay, he's an actor. Oh, he looked familiar. I was like, who's that guy? Yeah. But I did appreciate um, you, freaking moron, as you drove away. <laughs> uh, and then we cut to news station, Jamie Foxx, right? Yep. Where, so we, where 
I don't know. This this station is confusing to me. Like somebody's like tap dancing the weather. Yeah, I don't. They're they're all trying to find hooks to get people to watch the show. I think that's all it was. Kathy Bates so. is like the station manager and con- producer or whatever. Something like that. Yeah. And she's like, hey, he's a sports guy, and she's like, you got to go and do Valentine's Day stories because that's what it is. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I hate Valentine's Day. And that's I mean, it. makes a great point. It's not even a holiday. We don't get the day off, which I agree. Yeah, concur. So. Yeah. Then we go to the flower market again, right? Yeah, cut back to the flower shop, flower market. Yep. Um, well, this Kutch is gets... the big LA flower market. This is like yes. where where yes. Kutch does his sourcing, and he's he's saying he needs stuff, and he's like, oh yeah, like give me your weirdest flowers, and I'm like, you're the you're a flower guy, you should already know what to ask for. You clown. Yeah. yeah. I hate it. I don't know if the listeners have heard, but I I probably told you at some point. I come from a long line of plant people. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Big yeah. veggie guy. Uh, flowers and veggies, vegetation, but yeah, right. Vegetation. That's right. Yeah. 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 My grandpa had a, had a greenhouse. That was his job. Regular green thumb. That's right. The got back from the war and worked in the greenhouse. I'm doing air quotes for the potential mafia because he potentially knew people. Different grandpa. (laughs) This is my mom's dad. That, that, that was my dad's dad. He died very early. (laughs) He died in like the (laughs) sixties. Uh, no, my, my mom's dad got back from World War II and was like, I'm going to open a greenhouse, the least profitable business of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and then suffered for 45 years. <laughs> whatever. <That's, laughs> you know, American but dream right there. <laughs> he lived his dream. He lived his passion, which that's, was plants. That's and all that matters. My mom got it, plants from him. And uh, my uncle Billy took over the shop when grandpa got too old. Yeah. You no, know, he still worked there until he was like 90. <laughs> Continued the continued the the pain of yeah. Continued the like teetering on the edge of bankruptcy for for I don't know sixty years. You love to see it. You love to see it. Oh, uh, but the, it did it for the plants. Did it all. Did it all for the plants. Yeah, exactly. The plants. But anyway, the plants. Uh, I'm mildly offended that Ashley Kutcher's like I'm a plants guy, but also doesn't know what he wants. So then um, still credits buddy, are going by the way. Yeah, <laughs> they're still rolling. And then there's another plant guy there who gives him like a box, and he's like, "Oh, don't open." He's like, "Open." and it's the right moment it's like ugh, i wonder if that's gonna come back later to not jessica alba mm-hmm. and then jimmy fox shows up and he interviews the other one of the other guys there and the yep. guy's having a hard time speaking and then kutch comes in and saves the day with some flower facts well does he save the day or does he steal the show because i i do not care for this those those two things can go one and they can go one and one there yeah classic tall you can, white guy just you can do. steal the show and save the day I guess so. Just talking over somebody else until you get to promote your business. <laughs> well, I mean, the guy couldn't speak, so I mean, he well, couldn't. He was fumbling. Give like, him a chance. Help him out. <laughs> Make it about that guy still. It's an interview with that guy. American Dream. You want to sell some plants? Speak up. I guess this is how you get away from teetering on the edge of bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so he's on TV, and we cut to the Garner house, right? Oh, I, I just saw, saw some tall building. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. They're in some yeah. apartment. It's it's, With, uh, it's Grey's Anatomy. It's, yeah, Patrick Dempsey, their cheating guy. He's um, they're trying to make it seem like they're a couple, but you can tell he's he's yeah. like, it, yeah, it, something's wrong here. But uh, she's all in. Apparently, Thais is big into Jennifer Garner. I had no idea. Uh, dimples yeah. for days, she says uh-huh. about about Jennifer Garner. So yeah, no, I guess not wrong. So yeah, I I can't tell her from Anne Hathaway this whole movie. I had to ask her a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> is this Anne Hathaway or Jennifer Garner? I got it right, probably. 60% of the time. <laughs> that's not bad. Yes. Yeah. That's not bad. Um, 
So they talk about nothing really important here. All you get is that he's a divorced doctor and she's single, which is already a red flag because you know he's not divorced. But That's he's, right. And he's traveling on Valentine's Day, so he won't mm-hmm. be around. And you get this, you know, he catches Kutch on TV giving his moment how important love is. And, yeah. you know, so you see Dempsey kind of give a look. But And he does set. have a weird line about crawling over cut glass to take her to the winter I don't, formal. And I don't even. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Don't care for it. Don't care. And we get and to the, the trailer scene. Yeah. yeah, trailer <laughs> scene, right? Um, shot from trailer, Anne Hathaway taking way too many photos of Topher Grace in bed. Way like, too many. I think you get one or two, but then after that, it just becomes pornographic. Like, you got to just... Then it's art, right? Then it's yeah. like, are you paying me for this? Yeah, because <laughs> like, like, I'm not a model here. Like, That's right. You a pretty woman me now? Or? <laughs> yeah, it's taking a lot of photos. Um, yeah. At first, I was like, does he live in a prison? There's like boxing gloves and like concrete <laughs> walls. I was like... No, it's just like one of those really modern, cool-looking apartments that, yeah, no one can yeah. afford. Right, exactly. So only, modern, only Hollywood <laughs> characters can afford. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And apparently, he's like doesn't like the pictures because he thinks he has a big nose, which I don't think anyone has ever said about Topher Grace. So <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's it's not the first thing that comes to mind. No, I, I can pick on his appearance for lots of other things, <laughs> but I won't because I'm better than that. <laughs> that's right. You'd be better. Mm-hmm. And then she all of a sudden realizes she's running late and she gets in a hurry and she leaves. And she has yep. this is where the techno phone ring, 70 show, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and back sh- later. shoots hoops in his room like a friggin' college kid. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what 25 year old has like a little mini basketball hoop in there? Uh, so we get outside and she answers a phone on her moped there and we find out she's a phone sex operator. Yeah, awesome. Oh. <laughs> I was like, this feels like a joke in another movie we've done, um, but I couldn't quite pinpoint it. And I was like, was this in New Year's Eve or was this another movie we hottie did? Where like, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it was another movie I watched where like someone was hiding the fact that they were like a, it doesn't matter, whatever. It was this movie. We, we, we watched this before. We already did an episode on this, actually. Listeners oh, are going to point it out. <laughs> yeah. You guys did this one two years ago. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. You can't expect us to look back that far. <laughs> <laughs> all right so then that's fine right yeah that whatever this the woman in this scene here like mm. the, that's like listening in on the sex phone call she's one of the two funny characters in this movie <laughs> yeah this this was kind of funny yeah so yeah. she's like oh if you want to have a threesome it might take me a minute to change <laughs> nice <laughs> all right okay all right all right she's here to party all right so then we're at uh hector's house right uh, and he's doing he some gets- old school v-day valentine's day stuff for shirley in there yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I just, yeah. This. I think this is the beginning of the end of my notes. <laughs> like my, my, my notes listeners are like with Hector, he gets bees. Then he gives wife presents in bed. They both lied in presents on TV. Jamie Foxx, chubby love dude. Kids there. Grandkid, <laughs> yeah, presumably. Like we stroking out in this moment. <laughs> Now, the rest of my notes are going to be like this. So yeah, so we get the kid from the trailer, and at first I was like, "Wait a second, wait, they set this up I'm like are his parents dead?" <laughs> I thought that's what Pace was like. Oh, it must be Julia Roberts <laughs> immediately. And I was like, "Oh, all right." Yeah, I mean, it has to be someone in yeah. in in you know, right. like they always do that. They always do the the, mm-hmm. the beat and switch on you. Like, oh, anyway. So we got uh, Jamie Fox in the background TV. Uh, then we're in an elevator back at. Jennifer Sorry, Garner's just the it's from the trailer I know but we didn't they didn't they didn't let the kid do that much exposition in the trailer hmm. uh, but the important thing to note in that scene when he's having lunch with his grandparents is he says he can't eat because he's lovesick and so that's setting up the whole mm. 
what he's uh yeah. right right the rest and then they say you have some comment like it sounds like his parents are dead so yeah i was like this is a terrible bait and switch but all right then we're in an elevator uh, garner gets a call from coach i was like oh maybe they're siblings they do this in some of those movies they're not um yeah taylor shows up she got a big bear she's she, maybe the worst actor of all time yeah she's i mean she's playing a good you know kind of disagree i'm i all i'm doing is i'm just trying when the swifties come for us i'll be like I okay. said she was a good actress. I said she was, it was him. You're doing voice. good Swift cop and I'm yes. bad Swift cop. Because <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> when they come, man, I am, I'm sorry. Yeah, Taylor Swift stinks on ice. Mark <laughs> I, my words. Okay, I might have to bleep that all out or something. I don't know. <laughs> if you like Taylor Swift, you're you, part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> the Swifties, they're worse than the mafia, dude. They will take care of us. We won't exist anymore. <laughs> oh, you got to bleep that. You can't call them worse than the mafia. <laughs> oh, no. Shit. <laughs> You mean cooler than the mafia? Cooler than the mafia. <laughs> That's what I meant by worse. I meant cooler. And the mafia is pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> all those We've flower listeners, right? Yeah, right? All those flower oh. shops they owned. Oh boy! Oh. How do we get out of this? <laughs> it's me. Uh, onto the plane with Julia Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, doing a stereotype accent that'll get them on our side. <laughs> It's me, Italia. So then we're on the plane with Julie Roberts, Captain Julie Roberts here. Uh, and we got That's Bradley it. Cooper. This is it. Julie Roberts and Bradley Cooper sleeping. That's it. Yeah. Yep. And it's just to fool you to think that they're a couple, which they're not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back to the flower shop. Garner shows up. Uh, and no one believes that Kutch is getting married, that she this said yes, right? Confused me. I thought she worked there <laughs> immediately. And then I, I was like, no, I guess she doesn't work there. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, like you said, everyone is in disbelief that uh, Jessica Alba said yes. I mean, even we are because we don't believe it. So yeah, because it's not yeah. true. This is again my notes. She's a flower person too. No, she's not. She sees Ashton. She's surprised. <laughs> she said yes. Nuns are there. It's like you were trying to write a haiku and just were terrible at it. Yeah, I was just like get get through this. Get just get through this. <laughs> Yeah, and there's, I guess, a funny baby in the counter moment. And, and oh, this is where we see Christine Lakin, our, our friend of the pod there. She plays, I think, the co-worker right. of, of Ashton Kutcher. And she, yeah, she can get that baby off the counter. And she hands it, the woman hands the baby to the nuns behind him and is like, that was just so you know, we're Jewish. It's like, what? Why is it? Okay. I guess it wasn't funny. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny at first. It's exactly like what they did with the... Uh, with the Valentine's Day on Thursday bit later from the trailer that we talked about. Yeah. Right? We're like, the joke is funny if you leave it. Right. And, and then they like write the line that makes it stupid. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very um, also, a lot of lines in the trailer, not in the movie. Yeah. I noticed that too. So anyways. Too. Uh, and then the kids kiss in the scene for some reason. It's kind of gross. I and I don't miss like that. It. I miss that part. Um, yeah. But the Kutch offers some terrible advice to Garner. Yes. He's like, go fly to see your, your boy there, Dempsey. Go fly to him. Like, no, don't. I mean, he doesn't know any better. <laughs> Still, I don't do like a surprise. I don't know if that's a good idea, no matter what. Uh, it's a good idea if you're in a relationship, maybe. Like, if you're in a committed relationship and you're like, oh, I'm going to visit my... It's, my long distance girlfriend that we've been dating for years, like sure. Then it's a fun surprise. I mean, at this point we all know he's cheating on whatever. Anyway, so yeah. I mean, uh, still, I guess, yeah, I guess they're BFFs. It doesn't matter. And then yes. shots of LA skateboarders, Garner calling Dempsey and being like, and Dempsey's just like, Hey babe. Yeah. I'm in pulling the airport right now. Yeah. He is not going to the airport. And if anyone ever says that to you, like, Hey babe, like, no, nah. <laughs> hey, uh, hey babe, about to take a flight. <laughs> From like, 
Sorry, oh, get, go. Yeah, it's the flight deck. I can't. Uh... Captain said to turn off the phones. <laughs> Captain said to turn off all of our Blackberries. Tray tables in the tray table position. Tray, tray tables. Oh, all Blackberries shut off. Sorry, babe. Sorry, babe. Gotta go, babe. Hey, babe. <laughs> To Seinfeld. Uh, okay, so then we're yeah. Then he yeah he's pulling into his home, and he goes in and yeah. I was like, a, oh, some woman's house, but it's his house. It's his wife. It's his house. It's his Daddy. daughter. <laughs> I hate the daughter because uh, she as soon as he rolls up, she goes, "Did you fix all the broken hearts?" Uh, he's a surgeon. I'm so mad. Mommy says something about doesn't Daddy juggle well? And you're like, oh. Like he's juggling, juggling women. That's right. His mistress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Heavy-handed, heavy-handed yeah. movie. <laughs> you know, it's I can't. Yeah, it's not even a good background movie. All right. Anyway, so, not that dumb. Yes. <laughs> not that drunk. Despite the fact I can't tell Anne Hathaway and Jennifer Garner apart. <laughs> it's not about dumbness, though, my friend. That's, that's not right. about dumbness. That's so, a condition. That's a, that's an actual condition. Yeah. <laughs> Being stupid, no. yeah, being stupid can be a condition too. <laughs> That's what he asked. Let's move on. So, <laughs> back, back, the plane. Yeah, back of the plane. Bradley Cooper's trying to close the window shade with his foot. Like, who does that? Why are you doing that? Just <laughs> well, because she's asleep. He's trying not to wake her up. We're doing it with your foot though. Just reach over and close the fucking. Thing. Uh, he's not trying not to like you know. I am, yeah. I I'm not trying to defend him. Why am I? Why am I trying to defend him? <laughs> You're right. It sucks. <laughs> Didn't Julia notice, week, it didn't work anyways. He, she still wakes up. Right. And then didn't notice the army uniform the first time we saw her. No. And then this time I was like, oh, she's in the army or it's, whatever. Yeah. The blanket comes down and she's fully military. Yeah. And she's cool. flying 14 hours for one night. Yeah. For this quote unquote guy or whatever. They don't really say specifically. But she never said he assumes he's assuming. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know why she wouldn't just be like, Oh, I'm coming to visit my son. It's important. Uh, cause it's none of his business. <laughs> guess that's true. <laughs> guess that's true. Yeah. That's she's, true. she's, it's been 11 months since she's seen her kid. She just wants to get home and see the kid. A little nod to Facebook, which uh, yeah, I guess <laughs> like you on Facebook. Why would yeah, you ask unnecessary? <laughs> what? Yeah, cut the uh, throwaway line. Like, don't put that in the movie. Doesn't need to be in there. Nope. Flower they were trying shot. to make Bradley Cooper funny, I think. Yeah, and, it's, and he's not. He's not. Didn't work. He is, but not here. Correct. Flower shop. Yep. And then we got um, <laughs> Kutcher is kind of annoying. He's kind of, a, yeah. he's, a, he's that annoying guy who's just telling everyone everything about everything in his yes. life. And it's like, dude, no yeah. one cares. Shut up. I did kind of like the Bulgarian woman in this scene, though. It was kind of funny. Because... Yeah, it was kind of funny. Because <laughs> so she's asking for something, Ashley Kutcher can't understand, and so he, being an obnoxious jerk, just mm-hmm. goes like, "Does anybody here speak Bulgarian?" Uh, no, speak she, English with a Bulgarian accent. Well, the, first she first she goes, "Does anyone speak Bulgarian?" And she goes, "I used to speak Bulgarian, but I'm an American <laughs> citizen now." And he goes, "Does anyone speak English with a Bulgarian accent?" It makes it worse. It's not. It's not even funny the second time, but her bit was funny. <laughs> I used to speak Bulgarian, but I'm American citizen now. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> and then the Alba shows up and basically no nope. ring, and we learn that, yeah, this, this ain't, this ain't yeah. going to work out, right? Can you imagine if I actually wore this to work? People would be asking about it. It's like, <laughs> and he's like, hey, yeah, yeah, like, where'd you get that cool ring? Congratulations. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. And then we have kids. And she's like, what? Why don't we just 
Keep couple, it a secret. A couple chickens, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then this guy wasn't in the movie enough either. Like at one of somebody who seemingly works for Ashton Kutcher, his one mm-hmm. of his friends is like, Oh, I'll get you my cousin. That guy does all the dresses. Cher, Celine, Carrot Top. top. <laughs> ah, yeah. Nice. All right. Then we're in a, a car ride. Um, Hector and the boy. Yeah. Hector and the boy talking about love. And then Hector goes through like a story about his his first in love whatever and it's mm-hmm. grandma yep that's kind of important to really hit it home later yeah 51 years they've been together when are we gonna get there grandpa the story ever end grandpa all right so we get to the flower shop this is all stuff from the trailer the kid yep. buying flowers this is where lines from the trailer were cut the whole you getting married thing that was all cut yeah he wants to Thankfully. buy a dozen roses he wants to buy a dozen roses for the best girl in his class and he wants the flowers sent to his school, and Kusher looks at the address, and he's like, oh, I know someone who works there. It's all yeah. coming together. Best line in this scene, you can map quest it. Oh, is the man. Kids, is the kid's advice for how to get to the school. I didn't even hear that. Wow. Because you can map quest it. And Ashley Kutcher's like, what? <laughs> even then, he's like, what? <laughs> and then map he's like, quest. what the fuck? This kid just gave me $15 for a $55 arrangement. <laughs> Oh my god! Remember that map quest? You would map it and print it out, and then have yeah, yeah, the printed map quest. On? Oh my, my parents still do that occasionally. <laughs> I'm like, why? Like my dad, if they're going on a long road trip, my dad will print the directions. <laughs> hey, what if you hit a place Which, where you don't have service? It's smart. Yeah, it's smart. Like <laughs> our generation is dumb at this point. <laughs> we'll never get there, but it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Well, I'll be, we'll be fine. Um, this is the another scene from together. Yeah, another scene. Mail room. Eddie Brock talking to his bros about dates and time and yeah Topher grace is just an idiot again he doesn't know he's like, like you stink in bed don't you and he's like not that bad <laughs> yeah they're like so oh that bad huh? yeah and he's talks about being from a flyover state uh indiana that's right yeah they call him hoosier head which is not funny but the bit about he's from indiana they only celebrate love your cousin day is almost funny <laughs> it's almost funny yeah. yeah yeah maybe delivered by the right people that'd be funny yes yes if it were in a better scene yes <laughs> like most things right it's one thing that yeah all right and then uh we're at the agent's office here Anne's uh ann hathaway where she works right mm-hmm. doing sex uh, calls doing nice. sex calls at work and we <laughs> queen latifah comes in she's coming in hot as the boss bipolar boss mm-hmm. i guess says some funny lines last secretary of fire because you had to go to a funeral or something uh i just wrote she wanted the day off nonsense i didn't yeah. <laughs> I didn't write anything. <laughs> Anne Hathaway's trying to make an impression. It doesn't doesn't matter. So yeah. well, then it's then the funny part of that scene is when uh, Queen Latifah's like, "Hey, who do you got on hold there on the phone?" And she's like, "My mother." And then she just like hangs up. And Queen Latifah's like, "You just hung up on your own mother? That's cold. Like we're gonna get along." <laughs> and it comes back, I guess, kind of late. <sighs> Not really, but okay. all right. So we're in the beach, and we get um, Rape Daddy from Euphoria. Dane Cook here, Dane King, whatever his name is. Dane, what's Eric, his name? Eric Dane. Eric Dane. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's like the like sexually abuses his son in Euphoria and, and like all the other kids. Oh, haven't watched that show yet. <laughs> uh, well, I'm spoilies. Okay, so he's in <laughs> it. It's like the first episode. <laughs> yeah, set, probably set that right off the bat. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it sets a bad tone. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So we get some exhibition pretty much from ESPN. Uh, about him, his career, he's a quarterback. It doesn't seem like it's going really well. They're not sure what he's doing, right? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. He's the oldest quarterback in the league. He needs to retire. Blah, Real Tom yada, Brady yada, over yada. here, right? Oh, what? No, this guy doesn't have Tom Brady's talent. Real Tom Brady. <laughs> so, yeah. 
they set him up to being, you know, he good looking guy comes on his, you know, patio there deck and they're just swimming down yeah. the beach and like, hey, and it's clearly like, oh, ladies want him. Ladies. And then he calls his publicist who is friend of the pod, Jessica Beale. Jessica Beale. Mm-hmm. And she's having a very hard time shutting off the treadmill. It's kind of annoying. She's doing some physical comedy here, which I don't think fits. She's not good at that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they're going to have a she's meeting. She's no Chris with, Farley. <laughs> she's no Chris Farley. Yeah. <laughs> so then, yeah, they're going to have a meeting with, with quarterback and the agent. And yep. then she's got her I hate Valentine's Day party. This Which, is, uh, man, this critically, is, we see zero guests on the RSVP list. She's yikes, devastated. Yikes. So. And then um, oh, we get to the next scene. The high back school. at school. Yeah, high school. This is one of the redeeming qualities. Because we get Kristen Shaw shows up, which I was like, oh, yeah, it's her. That's awesome. Yeah, she's great. Um, and she does have a kind of a funny line. And Emma Roberts is very open about her having sex with her boyfriend at lunchtime or something. Yeah, it's it's like really uncomfortable for me. <laughs> for whatever reason, Roberts Emma is like, yeah, we're gonna have sex for the first time at lunch, and like we're eighteen at least, so that's good. And so, yeah, and I think he's what a was tromboner. The, what was the teacher? She was like asking her like if she could do something, whatever. And she's, and she's like, oh, so I don't think I'll be free. And she's like, well, how about tomorrow? And You'll be, ha- you'll be done having sex. You'll be done sex having by- sex by then? Oh, okay. <laughs> Bye. Uh, Kristen oh, Shaw. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, perfectly uncomfortable. <clears throat> and then uh, we get some of this, this these relationships, right? We The, the Taylors, we T-Swift and Emma, Robert's Emma are friends, and then Lautner and Alex and Robert's Emma's boyfriend are friends, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and they're coaching each other on, they're like, you got to have a snack before you have sex or, or at least Gatorade. <laughs> and Taylor Swift's like, don't worry, I'll get you a sandwich. <laughs> it's it's very she's truly the worst actress of all time <laughs> yeah she's, she's pretty bad here uh and then she yeah she gives him a gift and it's his own track shirt with her lucky number on it so, yeah she's like ah, i earned your lucky number on it and he's like that's your lucky number <laughs> it's very funny and then uh, i hope that this was a good nod to uh twilight here mm. but he doesn't Taylor Lautner does a whole bit about how he's uncomfortable taking off his shirt in public. That I thought was very funny. That's pretty good. Because I didn't put, I mean, maybe that's giving a little sure too much credit. All of Twilight. Yeah, that might be giving a little bit too much credit, but that's I kind don't of, know. that's kind of funny. Isn't this like peak Twilight time? Like wasn't, uh, didn't the first one or second one come out like right around then? It's a great question. Oh yeah. The first one came out in 2008. So right before this. Yeah. Taylor Lautner's having the good life. Yeah. Uh, taking off his shirt exclusively <laughs> everywhere yeah and we're at the restaurant and we're meeting queen latifah who we learn is is uh dane cook's uh what the hell is his name agent eric eric Kane? dane eric dane's why do you keep saying dane cook <laughs> i don't know stop plugging dane cook we, not, i hate dane cook <laughs> i know i do too but he was in he was in like it popped his face popped up with a jessica alba movie below this one when it went to hbo oh. and i was like ah he's so stupid <laughs> He's so stupid. But anyways, all right, so they're having a lunch meeting, and the QB here is like, oh, I want to have a, I want to take time for relationships, kids, life, whatever. Right. I'm going to have a press conference, right? Yeah, got to got to retire. That's all that comes out of that, I think, right? Yep. And well, Queen Latif is pushing for him to not retire, and Jessica Biel is like, let's let's let him think about what he actually wants out of life instead. Yeah. And you're like, this is, I don't care about this at all. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> uh, back in the airplane. Uh, Roberts, Roberts, Julia, and uh, yeah. Bradley Cooper. Getting along famously now. Yeah, playing backgammon, right? Uh, if you say so. I yeah. said game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, play, play backgammon, uh, and she just profiles him. Yeah, classic. 
soldier stuff, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not much else happens there. Not a bad cut, soldier. Cut back to the school. Um, we're in class, and this is just... Whew. I hate that the kid's name is Edison, by the way. Yeah. Like like any kid named Edison, you want to punch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but this is where we get the reveal that Jennifer Garner is the teacher. teacher of uh, his class, right? Yeah, and then this is when we get introduced to the best character in the movie, Franklin. Ah, <laughs> uh, Savior Franklin. Franklin going on, waxing poetic about the Valentine's Day massacre like a boss. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's when Al Capone, like, Tommy gunned all those other gangsters in town <laughs> in Chicago back in the day. And you're like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Keep going, Franklin. <laughs> Franklin's crushing it. But then, um, yeah, it's mostly these kids just being kids, which is mostly stupid and then very cruel. So, <laughs> right. uh, Frank. Yeah. Franklin drops the old like, well, if you in love, Miss Garner, whatever. And she's like, yeah. oh, I'm sad now. Maybe. <laughs> and then that's it, right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Back and to we, the flower shop. Yep, exactly. Where we, we get, get Grey's Anatomy. Depths. Yep, Grey's Anatomy. He comes in, cuts the line because he's a doctor. So, I mean, come like, on. what a tool. All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm a doctor. I've got, <laughs> my time is worth more than yours. <laughs> worth way more than yours. Uh, he orders two sets of deliveries, tries to do it on the DL with Kutch there. Yeah. Unbeknownst uh, that Kutch is BFFs with uh-huh. the woman that he's cheating with. Yeah. And I thought, Thais told me that it was the, they were siblings. So that's what I had been thinking the whole time. But then we realized later they're not, which is fine. Kutch, Kutch and Garner. Yeah. I thought they were yeah. siblings too, but I didn't think about them. <laughs> um, I, like, I hate this i don't want to think about this anymore <laughs> yeah so then coach is like oh interesting you're sending it to the address where my friendly uh, sister lives or something and he's like in that this woman has this name and this woman has your name presumably your wife and he's like come on man i needed discretion the code's the code bro and he's like yeah the code's the code yeah and then he's Whoops. sad yeah it's what are the chances of all the flower shops you walk into right well, he he saw him on TV. That's what he got that free publicity. Oh, earlier. that's right, that's right. Oh, they yeah, do well, make it all connect, stupidly. They, yeah, they do. <laughs> okay, all right. So it's mm-hmm. not that coincidentally illegally. No. All right, where the hell are we now? We so, cut over to the sex kid. I just call him sex kid because I don't know his name. What's, it's what's Alex. His name? Alex. Alex. So you. I am so confused about this whole thing. Okay, I can explain this to you for you. Okay, so is he sh- <laughs> okay? Is he showing up at Robert's Emma house or his Correct. own house? Okay. Robert's Emma's house. Okay. But his mom is the one that comes over. That seems so weird. No. Yes. It's not. It's it's actually her mom. Oh, right. So no, it I is was, her mom. Yeah, so yeah. I was super confused because I thought Robert's Emma was related to the grandparents. And I was like, no, oh, they're yes. all, the parents are dead. <laughs> right. Right. And no, I, no, thought, he, I thought, I thought her, yeah. Right. So I thought her and the kid were brother and sister. Right. Because later well, on, she tells the grandparents that she's going to have sex or she's there. I'm like, oh, right. so their parents are dead. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yep, this seems really right. weird. So the kid, he's there, right? And yep. also, so his buddy drops him off and he goes, he goes he's like. <laughs> All his virgins are pulling for you. <laughs> I was like, why Sick. Why is everyone talking? Why, why are you telling everyone at school? You're, what are you doing? This is the worst movie. Seems very time. weird, right? Yep. And then I love the kids like at the end, he's like, hey, if you have any problems, just text me. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of funny. Uh, sweet Blackberry. And he's trying to set the mood, right? He's dropping roses on the ground. How does he get into her house, too? So then is he breaking into her um, home? No, I think he has like a key. It seems a bit weird, I right? think they've been dating for some time. Or maybe they just leave the doors open because it's maybe it's that kind of neighborhood. LA. 
Yeah, I don't know. So he's doing. He's trying to. You know, he's dropping Rosen. He's trying to make it a moment, right? Yeah, Does push ups, checks himself out. Check. You know, gets a guitar out. Gets naked, playing the guitar naked. And I was like, these are my moves. So okay, I'm tracking with all this. This is classic this, Rush. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm, <laughs> Always mm-hmm. play the guitar before, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then someone, I was like, oh, mom's coming home, and I was like, but yeah. I was so, so then I was super confused. I was like, so he's at her house. Yep, because like, she's oh. looking for Grace. And then I was like, oh, this... Sh- Robert Emma. Yeah, he's at her house. I was like, oh, this is her mom. But I was like, I thought her mom was dead because she's related to the kid. Right. You see no, where my confusion no. is? Yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah. But then the kid comes, she comes, the woman comes upstairs, and I'm like, the interaction is definitely not... That's Correct. not his That's not his mom. So You're right, you're right. Uh, and also, she's... This scene is ridiculous. Because he's playing the guitar naked in mm-hmm. the daughter's bedroom. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm rehearsing like an avant-garde art piece. And she's mm-hmm. like, okie dokie. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the scene. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, there's there's some what? hijinks of them bumping into each other yeah. and, you know, whatever. Which, stepping on the flowers and it's like chaos. And dude, like, yeah. she's just like, don't come any closer to me, you know. Yeah. Um, but she buys it, which is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was just. It was so strange. I was so confused. So then he's running out of the house naked with the guitar, his clothes, whatever. And Unnecessary, because she was cool with it. Like, he could have just put his clothes back on. Yeah, just just take a deep breath, put your clothes back on. That's all. <sighs> so then she run, he runs into Robert's Emma, just driving her, her bug around. Yeah. How convenient. Stupid. Yeah, so it got even more confusing for me, because he was like, oh, I just ran into my mom. And she's like, my mom. He was like really flustered, and she's like, right, "My yeah, mom." Yeah. I was like, "What right. the hell is happening? Who's whose mom's dead, and whose mom's alive, and whose mom is that?" No one's mom's dead. <laughs> Someone's mom should have been dead. I don't know. This is... Maybe Ashton Kutcher. I don't know. I don't know either. All right, so yeah, that was that scene, and then we're back to the agent's <laughs> office, Queen Latifah's office, and you got Anne doing r- Russian phone sex stuff. Yeah, pretty funny. It's very aggressive. Uh, yeah, good yeah. Anne Hathaway bit. Yeah. Uh, Topher Grace shows up with the mail. He's like, "Hey." You want to go out tonight? Yep. And she's like, yes. He like kind of does an E.E. Cummings quote. She's like, oh, E.E. Cummings was my favorite. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) He's like, yeah, Valentine's Day is kind of a big deal to me. Like, we have to go out tonight. She's like, okay. Yep. And then Queen Latifah comes out and she's like, how fast Mm -hmm. that car move? He skedaddles. And then she's like, who's on the line there? By the way, yeah, I know all about phone sex guy on the phone. (laughs) And she's like, uh... (laughs) Yeah, I was like, just answer my calls first. <laughs> I was like wondering how this is all going to pay off later. It's, like, it's not. Yeah, and how could you have your phone sex thing go to your office phone? Like incredible. You have a personal phone for this stuff. Just really incredible. <laughs> <laughs> just bad writing. <laughs> yeah, what a terrible way to try and connect these two things. So. Great uh, place to leave the listeners hanging, though. Yeah, I think phone sex operator is a great spot to leave things, you know. Will she ultimately get fired for having phone sex at work? How much does the phone sex operation cost then? And how much do you make doing that? That's right. Will that kid, Franklin, actually uh, get some more lines? Will he become the menace that we we all hope he does? Mm. Will the flower shop go bankrupt? Yes. I'll just tell you now, yes. (laughs) Eventually. Whether it does in the movie or not, TBD. But. Uh, there's no <laughs> doubt. All right, we'll try and answer those. No, we're not going to try and answer those questions. I don't think we will. Maybe nah. we will. No, probably not. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back on Thursday with part two. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at It's This Meets That, right? TMT Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And 
subscribe wherever you're listening. And while you're there, you can also leave us a review. That would be nice. Five stars, uh, maybe a nice comment or two. Uh, tell a friend. Go mm. go. tell a friend to listen to ITMT if you haven't yet today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The word of mouth. Underrated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or if you have other words not in your mouth, uh, you can send us an email. Put them on, on the digital platform there. Uh, your email and send them to us. It's just me stat at gmail.com uh, and we'll read them on trailer trash like we always do. Uh, but you can also go to the website if you don't want to interact with us, but you want to still get more information. Uh, but anyway, that website is it's just me stat.com. 